Three, two, one. Welcome to the 225 Podcast with your host, Noah Roy. Yeah! Andrew Cargill. And me, Matthew Alzadi. I stuttered because I didn't really say it right. But we're back. It's fine. Um, Sorry about last Saturday. Well, that was all. I was out for the count. I was on my deathbed. Dang near died. So we couldn't record. And then, yeah. So, um... That was terrible, by the way. Drew, yeah. Drew seems to be better. How are you doing? We haven't really even been able to like talk what to happened? you. I know. So, what was it? Late Tuesday night, of uh, around like nine, is starting off feeling great. Whatever <laughs> it goes throughout the night, and uh, body gets just the most insane chills and blazing hot. I go to bed wearing sweatpants and crew neck. And with three giant blankets on top of me, and I didn't, I didn't get thirty minutes of sleep the entire night. Body was just gone. I wasn't able to move or whatever. Ended up going to urgent care on Wednesday, and they're like, "All right, you don't have fever, you don't have COVID or anything, but you've got this thing called viral syndrome, which essentially it was like your body just said forget it and completely shut down. Like it just gave up on you, and everything went to absolute crap. So for Tuesday up until about Friday, that was absolutely miserable. Like, not able to walk properly for a few days. Not fun. And what did you have on Saturday? (laughs) When you still were not feeling good. Saturday, I had my meet that I had to compete in to qualify for nationals, and we still had to do it. And I had lost, like, seven pounds walking in the door there we actually set up the night before and that was so fun to do and then got there at like five in the morning to finish setting up it was not fun but yeah so compete this weekend the most suboptimal conditions <laughs> except the meat was fantastic the meat turned out absolutely insane mm-hmm. so i can't be upset about that beautiful meat yeah warm-up room was full of leco combo racks the platform was a leco combo with light systems and our sound systems it was fun but i'm happy that's over with right now guys yeah. but you recovered you did good yeah how are you feeling now uh, I'm still getting better. It's mostly, I think, just because I've lost so much body weight mm-hmm. that I feel weak. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's it. My CNS is fried still because from, like, yesterday we were training and I was just completely spent. But that's also because of actually setting up and breaking down a whole entire meat. That's mm-hmm. always just miserable and takes a huge toll on the body. Yeah. But other than that, definitely getting better. Can actually walk normally. So can't complain too much right okay. now can't Fair. complain i'm just trying well, to force food down again yeah food and liquids cranberry yeah. juice valid. cranberry juice is definitely need to be drinking cranberry juice yeah, i've almost call. finished that whole gallon good. yesterday <laughs> that was good um but yeah so kind of before we get into like the whole you know your meat uh really more in depth on that we have an energy drink what? And i'm not looking forward to it Okay, so first of all, I think it's not fair that we tried it already, but we did. Well, I did. It's okay, I haven't yet. We have... And my review is the top tier. Ghost Phase Pop. Yep. Pass it down. Double it, give it to the next person. person. (sighs) Yeah, please, I don't want this. Please double it and give it to Drew. So I guess this is is with Phase, the game, Phase Clan, game. 
nerds. Can we no. make a gaming clan? Yeah, two twenty five clan. Merch about um, to come. So this you is know, our first I like on the podcast. First that's, one that sucks. First that is crazy. So I will say this can it's super cool. Like, but Ghost is also known for their cans. Um, it is a 16-ounce can, 200 milligrams of caffeine. They did go pretty all out on it. So with that, I do like the can. Um, you know, zero sugar, 10 calories, I think, something like that. Um, you know, Ghosts are always known for, you know, having good cans, being pretty – the flavor being pretty good, which is why I think this one was pretty disappointing to me. With This is supposed to be Rocket Pop. Um, so those pops we had when we were growing up as kids. But the can, this is one of my favorite-looking cans. This um, is a pretty sick. This can. can is so sick. It's like the America red, white, and blue, all that stuff. Or bucket pop. Well, yeah, but also it's American. You ready? Three, two. Are all the Phase Clan people American? I don't think so. All right, get to the last one. Sit. That just as bad as I remember. That's weird. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm That's, saying. I almost picked up a little bit of pomegranate. I just don't think they I almost got like, Think about pomegranate. I almost got like that. lemonade or something. Like if I don't you know think what about I'm pomegranate, getting. I'm just going to taste like that. I used to do that, sign up in coffee. I would give people like, no. tasting notes are real, but you can exaggerate it or accentuate it. And so I'd be like, yeah, this tastes like key lime pie. And they'd be like, oh, wow. Like yeah, but no, but I said that I'm initially like, after I no, tasted I know, it. But it's just so funny. I'm like, dude, like, it's coffee. <laughs> it's no graham crackers. So I guess Drew is really the only one that has not. And we also went public about it. Me and Matthew posted on our stories. Like eight times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About how much we didn't like it. I didn't, okay. So y'all's final review again. The flavor isn't bad. It's just not rocket pop. I think the flavor's bad. I think it tastes super artificial, super syrupy. Um, I get that, like, I, lemonade, too. Yeah, I'm getting a little one, bit. Okay, I'm maybe so lost yeah. because of that. Yeah, but I'm definitely not getting Rocket Pop. So what is the for standard me, for Rocket Pop? Like the gold standard in terms of flavor? I've never... I don't even know if I've had a good Rocket Pop. Have you ever had a Rocket Pop? The Prime is really good. Prime Rocket Pop. I was yeah, that say, one's that pretty good. But have you ever had a Rocket Pop? Like the actual the pop? Yeah, the actual yeah. pop. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I would say that's a hard thing. To, it's more cherry with blue raspberry. Like... It's kind of hard to get a about real sugar. flavor. It's yeah. segmented, so it's hard to put. I know, those, but this like, is supposed to be a mix of them. Right, you can't have like cherry, white, blue rice. And I like taste cherry in this, but it's just not. I get. So I think I gave this. I think I gave this what like a four and a half, five on my Instagram story, and I think I'm going to stand by that. I think I'm going to lower it to like a four and a half. This is not something I'd ever buy. Um, but the can itself is sick. I'll give it that. That may I may increase it to a five. Yeah. Um, but the flavor doesn't taste like Rocket Pop. Doesn't. I can't pick up exactly what it tastes like. Um, I can put it down. Well, I mean, I, the carbonation is pretty good. Um, Ghosts are always good at that. Ghosts are my favorite brand of energy drink. Oh yeah. Drink, I'd say. Um, They're the best. But this is by far my least favorite. I've had. No, Swedish Fish may be my least favorite. No, see, Swedish, Swedish Fish is, is terrible. No, that's I such a it. hot take. No, I so many it. people actually. Aiden like, understands. He'll listen and understand. My yeah, okay, Caleb, AJ. It's on site with Caleb now. Bro, bro Dude. was like, Swedish Fish. I was like, buddy, you're bugging. I was like, like, Swedish Fish ain't my bad. favorite, but it's still a solid. Like, I don't even know which one's better. This worst ghosts. 
Are the sour warheads? No, dude. I've never had those. They're either. so gross. No, they aren't. You're they just see, a never child. Had never had them. You're a child. And then this, and then the sourness messes with my tongue. <laughs> no, I like sour. I love spicy. Give me like ten warheads. I'm already salivating thinking about a warhead. <laughs> I'm already salivating thinking about a warhead. I love warheads. Ghost warheads are gross. What color warhead are they? Green. Sour green apple and then like watermelon. See, those are the two worst warheads. Dude, just just shut up. <laughs> Literally, sour green apple is the best flavor. That's anything. Crazy. Put it on anything, and that is not the, the best flavor. Yeah, that's Easily. crazy. Any drink, beverage, candy. Wow. Oh. Yeah. I don't get it can be valid as a candy, but that's about it. No. No. Wow. Too. Gatorade, best one. Green apple. Green apple? I've yeah. never even had and it's green apple. Absolutely. Come on. Huh? Blue. Come on. Okay. Uh, no. Red? Red's good. No. Lime is good. Lime is good. Lime is really good. Cucumber is the worst. <laughs> no, I kind of bonded it's not with that. I bonded Cucumber with is the Despicably, just absolutely with, uh, disgusting. <laughs> I have never wanted to yak more than we, reaching we into the cooler after a tennis match, dehydrated as hell, match. and grabbing a cucumber Gatorade thinking, wow, this is going to be awesome, and literally <laughs> wanting to throw up right after I drank it. Me and Big Tom, at, uh, when we were at the gym, bonded over the um, cucumber lime because it was hot. We're like, dude, this is, this is, uh, that sounds refreshing right about Can now. Can I bring it in the side? I took a shot of. Element. That's so crazy. <laughs> the ch- mango or the chili oh, lemon. Oh, you did the spike. No, the habanero one. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I've got lemon, it in I my think, room. No, not lemon. It's something lemon. habanero. Something. Valid. Is that one like the? Because the chili mango one, that one kind of caught up to me fast. Well, like it, you feel it. It. <laughs> it, it was. I liked it. It wasn't as like. I was kind of expecting it to be like liquor almost. Like I was expecting it to be like a shot. That's. To be honest. <laughs> And I know it wasn't going to be, but like the spice of it, I thought it wasn't going to transfer to maybe like... Yeah. Have you ever thought of putting something like that on like a big sandwich? The salt? Yeah. What the heck? No, the spicy. Oh. Why is it spicy? No, um, you need to put sauce on it. Put it on on your steak next No, you know how people put salt and pepper on their thing? I am familiar with that. What if you put the spicy element on like a sandwich? That would be valid, actually. That's actually a good idea. I should have ordered a box. No. Here, anyway, I've got one left over. It was good. It was fun. Yeah. For the meme. All right. Green up. Oh, these. Oh, these, is, what is yours? I give it a, a four eight. Gross. Yeah, I'm below a five for sure. There's no rocket pop to this. Yeah. Absolutely zero. Flavor wise alone, I'll give it like a five seven. Becky liked it's it. Still, she she was upset that we didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, Becky. I mean, really? it's still fairly good. It's just not at all what it says. Yeah. I don't even know what it is, but... I don't, I don't know what I'm... No, it's like... This uh, is a cacophony. This is what this is. Cacophony? No one knows what cacophony is. No. Is that some coffee term? No, cacophony is like a bunch of noises. It's how like a music will end. I'll read oh. cacophony. Yeah. I mean, I, okay, I get what you're saying. A like, harsh, discordant mixture of sounds. Okay. This is that, but of taste. Yeah, I can't really pinpoint one thing except for pomegranate. All right. So, um, this week in training isn't really much for us to... Well, I did hit a PR yesterday. Oh, you did? For my tempo squats. Uh, I, did you put a white on? 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Then. You, you put a white no, on? No, black. No, sorry. It's a two and a half. Cool. Four ninety-five. Something like that. Ninety-six. So I did four live tempo squats. Actually, I and I hit my squat triple. That hasn't been on the podcast. Oh yeah. So I did like a four by three on squats. My first squat triples that I've had, which is exciting. They're not tempo. They're not paused. Nothing like that. So I'm super excited. Um, I hit. It's the week one of that, so they shouldn't have been super hard, and they weren't. Um, but it was five eighteen for three. Super like casual. Um, even I was in a new gym, new equipment, everything like that, and it's still text plates. Yeah, <laughs> fair. So gross. Um, but yeah, so it, but it was fine. It ended up being good. Um, I hit a few sets with five eighteen, moved super well. Uh, I want five fifty really bad. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. And then I did more tempo squats yesterday. And uh, hit wait, what was your top triple? Five eighteen. Okay. If you're Dang. hitting four ninety six for like how many on tempo? Tempo four paused. Bro has like at least five fifty triple. I hope. So. I mean, five eighteen was super casual. That's like an RP nine in point eight five fifty. But I think you have it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, and that's what I told, like, I was with Becky when I was doing this, and I was like, I want 550. And you were like, just load up 550. And I was like, but that's not in the RP. Like, yeah. I, I think I could hit it, maybe, but it would be, like, really difficult. And I think that would fry yeah. me for, like, a week or two. Because, like, I've not squatted over, like, the 520-ish mark, but, like, maybe six times yeah. in total. So, like... Just jumping right to that would probably damn near kill me. Um, but I, I'm hoping to, after this deload um, this week, We're we just kind of wanted to see. Yeah, but Becky just kind of wanted to see last week where my triples would be at, at like, you know, a 7.5 RP around there. Um, but they felt, you know, 7, 7.5, somewhere around there. It was nice. And then I did tempos yesterday. I did 496 um, for four, three seconds down, two second pause, three seconds up. That was tough. I felt really bad yesterday. I've had a lot of exams. It's finals week. We all know. Um, I had a super, super stressful final that, dude, I... He pulled it out of the bag. <laughs> I, I, have, I literally sat in my room last night and almost started crying because I could almost start crying about it now. I have... It's anatomy and physiology. So for the people, the exercise, nursing people out there, y'all understand. It's just terrible, terrible, terrible. Um... And I needed to score an exact score to get the grade that I wanted. And I scored that exact score on my final. Like, to the .5. Like, if I had missed one question, I wouldn't, I would have, wouldn't have gotten, wouldn't have gotten a B. Well, I did the same thing, which was, I don't know, where's it? (laughs) And we wore the same shirt yesterday. Bro, I can't with us. We're both on a deal. So weird. So I to keep the A in the class, I needed like an eighty-six and a half on the final. Mm-hmm. I got the eighty-six, whatever, point two five. Yeah. And I plug it in in the grade calculator. I plug in eighty-six, and it gives me eighty-nine point four in the class. Four nine, mind you. I put in that point two five, eighty-six point five. I mean, eighty-nine point five. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. So for me, it was a little different. So I had I ended up I have I have four A's. I took five classes. I got four A's in anatomy and physiology. I was battling for that B. Um, so I had like what did I have? Whatever. But I literally got a seventy nine point five 
And I had been battling this. Oh my gosh. I mean, this class has just been hell. And um, I was so excited. What? Who said what? He just said hi on the questions. <laughs> I tried to get when you were looking at it. Um, I missed it. But yeah, so I have been like battling that class for so long. And it's just been like just a terrible, terrible class. And um, I pulled through on the dot Dude, and did. got a B. So, so I'm okay with getting a B because I got A's in all my, my four other classes. So, like we're chilling. And I don't. With those, like, the science classes, I don't need to be making A's in all of those, I've, although it's good, too. I don't need to for – because I have to have a certain GPA in those classes to, yeah. for the exercise science program. Um, so, like, I'm solid with a B. Super excited. Um, so – but I learned that this morning because this is when grades were released. So, yesterday, I was stressing Dude, that's all cool. about it. Um, I didn't feel, like, super confident about the exam. Um, but – you know, ended up being great. Um, I'm super happy now. But last night I was super tired. Yeah. I was like freaking out. I had been up late studying the night before, all types of stuff. He was dying. So, yeah, yeah, it was terrible. I um, was like cleaning the whole house, vacuuming, dying on the computer, watching videos, taking notes, all types of terrible stuff. Um, but yeah, so I have one more final today I have to take, but it's a class that I'm like super confident in. Um, not a terrible class. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm happy. So, Yay. I'm good. Um, yes, now you're. Yeah, that was a long, long thing. But so, I like squats. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I. It was an okay. Last week was tough. I failed 500 for triple on deadlift. 505, right? Yeah. So technically, yeah. it was a one and a half pound PR. So I, I doubled it. This is the first time I ever doubled. 504. <laughs> but um, I had gone to a concert the night before. Moshing and I tell them who 100 gags. They may know, someone may know. 100 gags, you're bugging. (laughs) Okay, I guess I have to explain that. Look them up. They opened for a band I saw four and a half years ago, and I was like, This is actually the worst music I've ever heard. And then I was with my buddy one day, and we listened to it, like, We're like, Ha ha ha, remember when we saw them? Like, so silly. And then that, like, nah, didn't become ironic. And like I've been listening to them religiously for like four years. So I went with Jackson. Shout out Jackson. Mm-hmm. Brandon and his girl were there too. So shout out them. But it was so much fun. It I was no wild. Um, anyway, so I was pretty tired from the concert. Moshed pretty hard. Um, and so I felt my triple. I also am just like way in need of a deload. I haven't taken a deload in like eight weeks. I'm cutting. Um, but I mean, I knew if I wasn't gassed, 500 would have been there for a triple again. So hitting that weight like repetitively was nice to know that I like 500 is no longer like a, a big number for me on deadlift. It's like, I'm just gonna go deadlift 500 today, which is a pretty cool milestone. Mm-hmm. Um, bench, my shoulder has been bugging. So I really needed this deload. I benched really well yesterday without pain. So shout out um, the doc, Dr. Scoville. He's the best. He's been working with me. Scoville? That's just like, yeah, Dr. Scoville. Like spice units? Yeah. <laughs> He's the best. He worked on me. Wow. Um, Get spicy in there. Okay. And yeah, he's a spice doctor. Magician. Nothing I say is that seriously. I'm just kidding. But um, Becky, our coach, who was on the podcast, so y'all know who she is. I just said y'all, which is disgusting. She okay, okay. I hate y'all. You, you, Where? What state are you in right now? You northern Yankee? Yeah, oh, my mom's a Yankee. 
Oh, that she explains. Lived, she was born. Oh, God. My mom was born Miss in Amazon. Amazon. Dude, you're She's embarrassing. I know. You're embarrassing. <laughs> my mom was like born in Singapore, lived everywhere. My dad's from Argentina. We didn't grow up saying y'all. Dude, you're embarrassing us. And then well, like, we like, did. I in this household, we say y'all. And everyone's like, y'all. Anyway. Y'all. I didn't think that was that big of a deal. <laughs> Sorry. But she threw a meat. Not the meat that Drew did. We'll get into that in a minute. But we set up and... Dude, that takes so much out of you. You did a lot more than I did. I didn't really do yeah, anything. I, I just kind of came and squatted and just listened to Taylor Swift. Hey, good for you, stuff. Noah. Good for and you. we were just like... <laughs> Those Yankees don't know what it is. <laughs> we set up that whole meet, and I was so gassed. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that was a blast. But um, I forgot what I was going to say about it. it I reffed it. So I reffed my first meet. First meet oh. in the head ref position and it's... the side ref. So <laughs> refing is great. But when I tell you I was setting up that meet from 2 to 11 at night, I woke up at 5 for the meet, and I'm there from 6 to 8, and then I also helped close the meet, like, break everything down. You are tired. I, like, and then we went and hung out day. until, like... Yeah, and then we hung out. So, like, I was, I was not doing okay that day. But anyway, I'm but reffing. What was Reefy? I did get a good reefy. a bunch of food. I, I mean, ate so you both much. Did. We ate so much. <laughs> But I'm refing and side ref. I'm pretty side ref is easy, you know. Kind of what? Give my sister well, white lights for a little <laughs> So his sister. This is these are my zone out stories. His sister competed, and I made the joke. I'm like, I'll give her all whites. Anyway, she obviously hit a, a bench. joke. Obviously, obviously a, a joke. joke. I follow the rule book. What she benched, and it was a clean bench, but she jumped the start command, and it can be so loud in there that you don't always hear the start command. So I gave her whites, and then it comes. I'm like. And then the head ref looks at me and she's like, why did you do that? And I was like, it was a good ref. She's like, she jumped the start command. And I was like, oh. And then when I was head but ref. Also, <laughs> sorry, let me interrupt one yeah. moment. My family so is unbelievably loud. loud. So loud. Like my mom sat front row and was screaming her head off for women that she didn't even know. Yeah, it's amazing. So when my sister came out, like my mom, I could hear her when Anna was warming up for just these random women that my mom just for some reason felt yeah. connected to. <laughs> so I could only imagine when y'all are trying to hear the commands, my I mother mean, makes I it so that. terrible for y'all because she screams so loud, yeah. especially for Anna. So, but so yeah, I we understand. Anyway, that, but. that was really loud. But so I did that, and then at head ref, the commands for squat are squat and rack. I was saying start, not that big of a deal. But anyway, That's someone got on to me about that. On bench, it is start, press, rack. <laughs> I'm so tired. Haven't eaten. I go squat <laughs> on bench, and I felt so bad. The girl benching starts laughing. She hit the rep. It was clean. And I was just like, oh, I am so sorry, but I was so tired. And I almost did it a second time. And then another one is when you're refing, something you learn, especially when you're new to refing, there's so many things you've got to look at. So you're looking at, is there butt on the bench? Is there, are their arms locked out? You know, up and down motion. How long is the pause? Like, especially as a head ref, to me, it's important to really follow the rules. Refs like to make up their own rules. No, we... We just do what the rule book says. So the bench press command is once the bar ceases motion. So some people got really quick, quick commands. Some people got long commands because it depends on how the bar is. So I'm locked into the bar. This girl presses it and I give her a white light. And the two side refs look at me and they're like, are you joking? And I'm like, what? 
they like her feet were not on the ground at all. She did a Larson press, and I gave her one like <laughs> because I was so locked in, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." So anyway, uh, on a deload this week, doing a lot better, and um, that's so funny. Yeah, Drew, how was uh, how was your meet? Yeah, your your week in training was just a meet. Yeah. It was your, death, and then your D load was yeah. almost dying and then just competing. I'm pretty sure that's how you taper properly. Yeah, yeah that's you how you get super sick. That's how you cut weight. Yeah. I told you to do that. <laughs> I weighed eight pounds under, dude. It was awesome. I what did you weigh in at? I, I weighed in ninety two point four, but I was fully clothed. Ninety-two point four. Yeah, that's the lightest. Fully you've ever closed. Been. Yeah, so I've, I think I was probably. I think I woke up 90 sub ninety because I think I ate stuff like on the way just to try and get something in because I was ninety. I think the bro, give it to the eighties. Come on, I'm not dapping you up tonight. I'm not going eighty. <laughs> Forget that, man. Lightweights. Yankees are. 80 You're close. Kids. Don't tell me that. Oh, I'm just pretty saying. Sure, pretty sure 90 is a middleweight. No, 90 is a heavyweight. Every federation is considered a heavyweight now. He's just pressed. Yeah, I am because I'm pissed off. Yeah, anyways. Uh, didn't train at all after Tuesday. Woke up. Put my SPD belt on and I didn't meet on Saturday. We were planning on just doing, like, the bar 75 kg, but James, my coach, was like, let's warm up and see how we feel. And uh, it would be four lifters out in the previous flight, so, like, the last second we would put in our attempt or changing our opener to go, and we went heavier than expected. You went to, like, 80%. I did the math. Probably, yeah. Some of them were seventy eight percent. Some of them were like eighty two percent. But okay, <laughs> yeah. I think all I squatted was like four seventy three. I think I only benched like three thirty, three thirty five, maybe. And deadlift, deadlift, I was somewhat pleased with. I think we went to like five forty five, maybe five forty. Mm-hmm. You're agreeing on there. Yeah, so it was something like that. And other than just feeling like absolute crap, because I do, I, I was lucky enough Friday where my dad didn't want me to, my dad didn't want me to come set up at all. He did not want me to be there in the absolute slightest because I've been sick and competing the next day. But uh, pulled up around five o'clock, which is when they got to the high school to set up that entire morning they had been loading up the truck with pallets I'm and pallets I'm trying to see what the middleweight heavyweight specification uh, filled up this giant box truck with a bunch of our pallets and my poor grandma was there Her, <laughs> my grandma, sister and dad were apparently in there and I was like oh god I need to get over here and help Ready with the kilos Hey, Grady was throwing those reds around. That's crazy. Like no tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, so I, I went to the school to help out Friday. Uh, I think I got there like an hour later than them. They had the warm-up room set up, which I was 
a huge shock. I did not think we were going to pull up with Alika warm-up room. I thought we were just going to use their weight room. So Drew has, like, every Alika rack to ever exist. Pretty much. And and I don't know why we don't have one in our kitchen, but, you know. Anyway, we have plenty of space. 8x8 <laughs> eight eight right here. This rug is 8x8. Eight eight. It's anyway, bigger than an 8x8. Eight eight. So. Well, we have more room. He supplies meats. Unfortunately, a lot of the meat directors like to use really old Titex plates and not Drew's stuff. Which is its own problem, and Titex is the worst. <clears throat> I was deadlifting on the Titex, and it broke. Titan I that's say, not public information. I'm not saying whose it was. Yeah, but uh, we're committed. All right, I'm just saying we already talked crap. Titex okay. plate broke. I'm not saying who it belonged to. I've heard that before, though. They broke. That is crazy. Anyway, Elico plates don't break. The paint. We won't talk about the paint, but it's the same price as a rogue. So, but what I will say is the photos he sent of that, the photos I saw of the meat, having four Elico, like that is what you get at like a national meet. You should be getting at a state level meet. It looked beautiful. It shit on every meat I've ever, ever seen. seen. I mean, the only meat close to that was the owl lift off. But he's funny that too. That was also me. That's why I said that. That yeah. was such a fun meat too. Yeah. But I mean, that looked so good. It was absolutely insane. Absolutely overkill. Because they had warm up rooms. It was not, not the best. But it was a high school warm up room, and it would have we would have sucked it up and gotten it over with. Kind of like states. The states was very nice warm up room compared to yeah states. I mean having ER. No, the warm. I'm saying the the big things yeah. in the middle. Yeah, was that well, I'm saying like? like it was oh a couple notches down. lower than that, which is cool. Hey, you got to work with what you got to work with. But uh, my dad a big thing about this because this was uh, his first powerlifting America meet hosting. He's like, I want to go all out. He's like, I want this. We only had like 25, 26 lifters maybe. So there was no reason for us to do it, but at the end of the day, it turned out absolutely insane. Everybody said they loved it and happy with how it was. There were some strong people there. Yeah, a couple of people from our gym, uh, Logan Barrett, he squatted 700 raw. I saw that. And just that's, that's casual, crazy. and it looked good. Like, he had an insane meet. I think he's getting ready for PA Nationals, which is in three weeks, but I'm not positive on that. I have a question. I have an answer. Who refs those? Or is PA, so I know from what I understand, PA is a relatively new thing in America. Is that right? Sure. Or do they have, like... PA refs? Is it the cat one so, refs or <clears throat> Or is it like IPF it is people? Like who do you get to the ref? The best way for me to put this is to make it's is the exact same thing as USAPL. Okay. It's just the exact same thing. So I'm a PA and USAPL ref mm. right now. So you could transfer yours and you'd be a Pilot America ref and you could do like both ways. How are the shirts? The shirts. I look cute in the ref outfit. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I've only seen one person with the ref polo, like the new one. Loki looks better than USAPL. Loki, oh. Loki, just because it's got a couple little like more like polo designs. I'm like, okay, this. I haven't gotten mine yet, but it uh, looks good. But other than that, it's literally the exact same thing. Because that's what USAPL was. USAPL mm-hmm. was PA because they were under IPF and then they separated. And PA is now just what? Well, now you've got bench depth to account for. Yeah, which... That's pretty hard to ref for, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, nobody... It wasn't a call at that meet. Nobody got dinged for it at all. 
um, which was nice because um, I think realistically the only people that are going to fall to that because so the bench depth roll is the top of like the shoulder joint to the bottom of the elbow okay so for like me that'd be here and for me to do that i mean that's a i'd have to have ridiculous arms i literally have that much range of motion oh i didn't realize that was what it was yeah so i mean i'd have a two inch range of motion for me to do that and that's pretty big it's pretty big. Well, I mean, ninety-nine point nine percent of lifters don't do that. Right now, I still think there's it's a been a few. <laughs> there have been a few. I've I won't st- name drop, but it's yeah. So funny. I still think it's a stupid rule that yeah, shouldn't have been created. But um, it is what it is. You gotta adapt. I think they posted something. No, someone else posted. It. I think it might have been Russell Orhe. He's like, hey, the way the sport evolves, it's like basketball. You've got to evolve the rules and stuff. Yeah, so I saw that. I don't know if it was yeah. him who posted it. I think a couple of people have taken that point, though. Yeah. But I really like it is the reason bench got to that point was because people are maximizing leverages under the rule book. Well, as the rule book changes, you now have to maximize your leverage under that new rule. Yeah. Because, like, if you think about it, your pointer finger can't go past the ring. Yeah. Well, if the rule book was different, you could maximize leverages even differently. I would so put the have them both in, on in my yeah, both in, in. Yeah. both of them right. and go all the exactly. I'll show you so. my pec strength. <laughs> that'd be but um, that'd be pretty. So cool. yeah, I I also think. I'll go check. Why me? Sorry, we so have people working on Drew's our establishment. Closet broke, and people are here to fix it. One of the amazing perks of using your house as your studio. Yeah, don't mean to brag. So we were talking about like PA, IPF, USAPL, NAPL, um, USPA, WRPF. No, no. no. <laughs> um, but yeah, bench depth. Strongman. What? Oh, oh yeah. Brian Shaw. I, yeah. Made me cry. I heard I teared up. Yeah. That was very saddening. 15 years? Was that Something like so? that, yeah. I think it said 2008 to 2023. He's yeah. I also yeah. have met him, and out of all of the, like, f- I went to Olympia, I've all, like, the famous, like, celebrity gym people, yeah. by far the nicest, most down-to-earth, like, humble person I've ever talked to. That's like, crazy. when it talks to, like, when it, talking about those type of people, yeah. he filmed a video for Kennesaw what Barbell with those me. those type of people? <laughs> no, I mean, like, the, the yeah. famous influencer people. Like, I'm going to be honest, a lot of them are kind of assholes, but, like... Brian Shaw was like super down to earth yeah. really like had a conversation with me and Edie and made it super cool um, but yeah sorry no that's cool back to that <laughs> why don't we just jump to the chase because okay. I've kind of forgotten why have you gone oh, to yeah. the powerlifting America and okay why are you like that? let me why am I like that I'm, I'm just like that um so, I've swapped to PA, or at least right now I've swapped to PA. And to make it quick and easy, the big reason, really the only reason, is I have a very small chance than able to go to IPF Junior World. And uh, for those I've talked to that know it, I've been diehard USAPO. Like, I've loved it. This is what I've been doing. I've been under USAPO for eight years, seven years. And it's a, I had no, yeah. And like, I had no intention of leaving even during like the whole thing. My parent, my dad and sister have been trying to drag me out there for a year since they've been there. 
And uh, once I found out I kind of had a small chance of doing it, still kind of conflicted on like, because it does sound like it, that's obviously a big change. It's a you're swapping a completely different federation and you're leaving a whole bunch of people that I've known for years now to go out and do this. But last year during their uh, conversion and stuff and when all this kind of went down, my dad and sister had swapped over because they had found out they had a chance to go to Worlds. Which they both which they yeah, did. Yeah, and they both ended up going to Worlds. Uh, my dad to Masters in Canada, my sister to Open in Denmark. Absolute bless. I got to go w- to both of their competitions. One of the most fun I've ever had. Just first time I've ever gone international, and that was just such a fun experience. The plane rides suck, but that's okay. The... um. And, again, it was kind of like I wanted to stay USAPL because I'm like, one, a pro card, that's sick. I think it would have been sick, but it doesn't hold that much value yet. But I think if they had potential to make it worth something, it could be cool. But then uh, I remembered kind of like last year, we are talking about it, like, why is my dad and sister going to do this? <clears throat> They're like, you never know if you're ever going to have the opportunity to go to Worlds again. You never know what could possibly happen of... You get a job, you get critically injured or something, and it's like you never know the possibility of if this will ever happen again for you. I'm kind of like, you know what, it's a, I'm finding myself close in this weight class anyways, and I'm hopefully planning expecting to get stronger and being able to qualify again in the future, but I'm kind of here like, crap, this is a... You never know. This might be one of my chances to go to Worlds. And it's like, I'm not I'm not going there expecting to win. I'm probably going to get dead last. And you know what? Cool. That's more you than five You still get the singlet. Yeah. At the, I do get the singlet and I get the tracksuit. Mm-hmm. And That's crazy. And it's like, at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, you know what? It's at least a, I can go to Worlds and say I've been there and have that experience. Again, might get dead last. Like, I know where I stand. It's a... I'm not going to go there and win. I'm not going to go there and probably get top five. But I'm going to be able to go there. I'll have a great time. And it's a would have competed in Worlds. And uh, crap, obviously qualify. I think I've got three or four months from then to try and get my total up more. Isn't a lot of time. It's another cycle, essentially. But it's a, I mean. What type of cycle are you talking about? Hey. Are you being drug tested? Just kidding. Whatever gets me up to top five. Whatever gets me top five. <laughs> I go to win. But, yeah, I think this year it's in Romania. And just kind of like, that was a big reason. I'm like, you know what? Dad and sister went through the same thing. What are the odds I ever get to do this again? Mm-hmm. What? Who knows what happens in the next few years? And overall, I mean, was it Taylor Atwood said it best? You could say you have a pro card powerlifting. Nobody's really going to know what it means to kind of brush it off. But then you say you're a world champion, or I'm going to put in this case, I'm on the world's team. A world-class athlete. Yeah, I'm on the world's team for powerlifting. Kind of is a little bit more of a, I guess, flex. Even though it's a I'm not going to be a pro or anything. I think my dots will be 460 if I qualify to go to Worlds, if I get selected. Of course, it's all about if I get selected. But it's a... Yeah, that's kind of a big reason. Just don't know if it's going to happen again. And realistically, end of the day, that's still the biggest. In my eyes, that's still like the biggest like honor to be a part of the world team. Like pro card, awesome. 
it's I'd out agree there with it's that. cool but I think being on the world seems just a different honor of like I think wow if you're unless you're winning right to say like I'm the best powerlifter in America yeah that's still like that's a big deal I yeah think if you're gonna win I think if you're gonna win worlds also true I think it's also like where the competition is right so yeah. like for me I'm not an elite level powerlifter pretty yeah. good but it doesn't really matter you know a lot of people are like, oh, you're safe, where the competition's at. Probably still in the state of Georgia. Yeah, even for me, I don't think there, I think there was 182 or 83 in your meet. And, you yeah. know, I've obviously competed against 5, 10, 20, 82s in the USAPL meets. So there is some to that. But I'm like, if you're going to win, Nats, that's pretty cool. But if, yeah. like, it's just like, I'm a world-level powerlifter, that's one of the coolest things you can say. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, I tell you what, I cannot get over the fact the singlet. I want one of those so bad. Looks so the bad. SBD USA singlets. Yeah. Wow. Y'all are just we gotta crazy. Stop. Yeah. We gotta stop. They're so cool. Yeah. And they're so expensive. I've uh, one of the guys on Instagram. He was selling a few, or he's the, the singlet dealer on Instagram. Um, and I've he talked to him. Yeah, I was about to say, bit. dude, Wee's where the gatekeeps him. You're supposed to gatekeep him. Well, I I, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I was talking to him about some stuff um, about getting a USA sling because I really wanted one, but they're like nine hundred dollars, thousand dollars, and I was like, damn. And the Japanese ones, the Japanese like ones, three are to five like k, like it's insane. Um, so some of those were um, pretty yeah. crazy. So, but, <clears throat> am oh, I yeah, really not supposed I, to name drop him? Yeah, no, it's a big gatekeep. You can't thing. keep saying the retail. Yeah, dealer. yeah. Why? Well, like it's doesn't ever. No. Oh no! It's a gatekeep. Oh, it's actually not that big of a deal. Well, we can bleep it, it out. One thing I will say: <clears throat> bleep not, it out. It's not that big of a deal. We've already said things we shouldn't have said. This yeah. Very. I'm gonna put after world, after worlds doing it. I'm gonna tell you. I think Russell Ori does this, and I absolutely love it. He frames it, the singlet, oh, his stuff, and just hangs it up. He's like, I'm oh, never gonna touch this again. Because he's planning on going again, so he's going to get another singlet. But it's a that was that's totally getting worn one time and getting hung oh, up, unless because that's not getting worn at a local meet. No. I'll tell you that much. Some it girl at the Ladies of Iron had the what is the A seven USA one? Anyone can <clears throat> that? Oh, you can. Okay. Because yeah. my sister asked about that, and I was like, I mean, it's not an SBD one. It's not like crazy, but I didn't know if there's like a couple A seven ones that aren't circulated. That one was. Because I looked at okay. buying it because it was sick. But oh, no, it's cool. Back to the PA USAPL thing. If they really mess with Sumo, that so like right now, someone had brought. I don't have stake in the game of which one is better. I think if I want more competition at my level, USAPL for yeah. now, I think the Georgia PA meets are being thrown very well and professionally. Thank you. And I think as a lifter especially talking to the state chair for PA Georgia, having like younger lifters who can't afford as much on the radar, like in terms of being the president of Kennesaw Barbell and wanting to lower the barrier entry to the sport, I all really like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Even when I think about it, I'm USAPL because I joined the Barbell Club last year and that's Mm -hmm. what we were doing. So it was never a big thing of like, I'm diehard one or the other. You know, there's definitely some reasons but if they mess with Sumo, that is going to be shooting themselves. I'm going to be... Now, I'll say one thing. I've done my research. The, what I've heard, and I don't know what, they're do, what they will do. And again, yeah. 
All they have said is they're going to look at it at the rules meeting. They didn't say they're changing it. Yeah. They just said they're reviewing the rules. If if they move it to with it with the rings, so I've heard that within all, the rings. Yeah, all the IPF guys are fine because I've watched them and I've taken notes. Most of them are in the rings. Yeah, but for me and you too, right? Pretty max stance. Again, I can adapt, but like, if you're gonna start messing with things, like yeah, but they that, did that with bench press. But think about this: how many bench pressers did that really affect? Not that yeah, but the they, people that are bench specialists like that depend on that. No, I so that shot them in that's the foot of like now they stupid. can't compete because right. like, like again, someone. Okay, I'm I I will name drop Evan Hawk, literally one of the best benchers in America, yeah, if not the best. Like he, that's without his bench press, he would not be at uh, the level that he's at. Too, he's still pretty strong. No, he's strong, he but I'm saying he went Arnold. to the Arnold for bench, like all that stuff. So yeah. like for him, that would shoot him in the foot. Yeah. So like. There are people out there that, like, you know, you have to look at it just not as how many people you're affecting. You're still going to affect people. Will be affected sumo. And I see what you mean. People still get affected by it. But I think, like, that one will, in a way, really hurt. Now, I think, but you said it, maybe you said it. Most likely. Or someone was telling me IPF's goal is to be an Olympic sport. Yeah. That's always been there. And what that means is also being the most view. What's the word? most attractive to the viewers. So like a lifter like John Hack to not a powerlifter, benches 600 with no arch, you know, squats high bar in the, I don't know if he's in the eights, but let's just say the eights, deadlifts in the nines, conventional, rips and grips. That's so crazy. Best powerlifter, one of the best to ever live. As a viewer, that's what you want to see. So now I understand if IPF, Jackson's the one who said this to me. If they want to stay with their goal of being in the Olympics, and making it to the best for the viewer's sake, I understand that. But in terms of being a power lifter and someone who, yeah, I can still probably pull high fours, low fives, conventional, I'd much rather pull sumo because that's where I can be strongest. If you're gonna take that away, to me that is a crazy thing. Pulling conventional is more fun. I oh, it is. Oh. It's so much I fun. Have some, it's fun. To me, sumo is such a technical lift that, yeah, but that, that but conventional's not, and that's what makes it fun. I know, but it's like, I, I enjoy... <laughs> I can throw up my back any second now. I enjoy the technicality of pulling sumo, of having to, like, make sure that everything is perfect to get down to the bar and have that, like, perfect lift, because it makes it a thing of, like, chance, and you have to limit your variables. That's just something, as an individual, I like. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Pulling conventional, you go up to that bar, one hand, other hand, and just stand up. That's fun. But what I get the most joy out of is perfecting my stance. Yeah. It's very similar with bench press, in my opinion. So, like, if they do the whole sumo thing, which I think that was either a joke uh, post someone did or something, even if they actually do it, because I think it's not for, what, a handful of years? No, it's, would be, it would be reviewed at the rule meeting this year, rule but I don't think okay. it would be changed until another like another two, two to three years. Yeah. I think just one, if it's a, they say no more sumo and goes to conventional, it's a, me personally, like you can still I'm pull at this level within the, yeah, but I mean, it's a, at that point I would probably say, all right, cool. We're swapping to conventional. Like, I mean, obviously the, I also did conventional until two years ago. We have a picture if y'all want to see no, <laughs> like I did conventional for four years 
into powerlifting. So to me, it's not everybody's like, eh, this is going to be a big change and stuff. Yeah, m- most people, 90% of the population is normally better at sumo. They just are. Now, the studies show the higher your weight. Yeah, I mean, like higher body weights, they're better. Yeah. Lower, you have better levers, better sumo. And also, most, most people are under. One thing I heard. Is it just me or are most sumo pullers also really good conventional? Jamal Browner, crazy conventional. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not like it doesn't it's carry over. It's not like you pull you have a good five sumo and you can't even touch are four. Are most conventional. good conventional pullers good at sumo? Yeah, because it's a technical no. lift. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's more technical. I, heard I get that what you're on Mark saying. Bell's podcast, and I was like, that's very valid. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, sumo is hard to do because, like you said, the techniques more difficult yeah. but conventional I think is I, yeah. I at the it. end of the day the IPF is the world's federation it's a people out because we're thinking we have just USA and that's cool like we have USAPL but without that it's a every other country in the world is a we are only IPF like that's just what they are so it's a alright they now, say this Korea uh, and Ireland both have USAPL federation. Yeah. Are they taking off? No, but you gotta look think, at it. You gotta look at it the same as PA in America. I think it's that's stupid. USAPL in different countries doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean that's just they're trying to brand them not as their own country, which right. that's only gonna go so far until someone complains. Like there's going to be yeah, a country that's stupid. like I don't want to lift under like what we had China under it, which I think something happened about that. I'm not well, sure, yeah. but I mean you have someone like Australia <laughs> and Japan, yeah, and eventually it's like someone's gonna be like, why am I lifting under USA? Yeah, for this, which makes sense. It's I like wouldn't want to be lifting under like Canadian powerlifting. Yeah, I'm not doing you. that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. Like, as a country, I wouldn't want to do that. And it's a, like, either they're going to have to make another brand that's not USA-oriented, which is going to be very difficult. Hey, I just want to pull sumo. That's all, man. I mean, I can't blame you. It's a, just, I don't know. The amount of plays that have been done the past few years have been stupid. Like, they need to both IPF and USAPL where they could actually make turnarounds. Like, we're now there in the Olympia. That's insane for them. Like, that's a... That's great. They're going to get an insane amount of growth from that. Like, just the publicity. Because the thing is, USAPL needs that publicity if they want to survive. Because, realist, I still firmly believe this three to five years, PA is going to take over. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's just... To me, that's inevitable. I don't know. The world's is just too much of a great drag to... I think until the top guys move over, it won't. But, I mean, who else are the top guys? Literally I'm, everyone in the Arnold, like, Raw Nats. Cool. Sheffield. Everybody lost their mind over that. They yeah, thought that I was know. A, I think cool. that was a huge meet. But I think in America, the people who influence powerlifting the most... Are me. Russell Orhe? Are USAPO. I mean... Love him or hate him, he has the most influence in powerlifting. And he does, but in my opinion, he doesn't have the... Target market powerlifting group, in my opinion. I he think they've have, gone out yeah, of. He doesn't have the hardcore. Yeah. He has all the new people. Because there's the same thing. It's in also the ones that don't care that There's much. a company called Revive in Skateboarding, who was the very beginner friendly company. They're the ones who got me into yeah. it. Yeah. And they, like, very just fun, cool people, nice people. Yeah. I met one of them once. Super fun. Yeah. Now, once you got into skateboarding, 
you would not associate with Revive because it was the newbie company. You wanted to be skating your crooked polar, yeah. uh, I don't know, all those decks. I think it's the same thing with powerlifting. When you're new to the sport, you find Russell Orhi. Yeah. He's the strongest, one of the best. He has a great influence. He's built Love an insane his brand, brand. Huge reach. Everyone has oh, yeah. his strength. Now, when you get super deep into powerlifting, you may no longer want to associate with GBT. I'm wearing it right now. I think the company has some cool clothing. Yeah. The old stuff. Bold. New stuff. I, I don't like the dresses. But anyway, yeah, I think that's how it's going to be for powerlifting is all the new people are going to find those top influencers and they're yeah. going to follow them, most likely competing in USAPL. Now, once yeah. you get deep into the sport, you start to get more competitive depending on where you live. I think that's when it's going to be more of, okay, are you USAPL or PA? Yeah. Or I think if you're just like someone who enjoys it, shout out Jackson again, he just yeah. wanted to do a meet, he needed a good timing, he did PA. Yeah. His next meet, I guarantee, will probably be USAPL. So I think it's just something where, yeah, the very top guys, world's athletes, will be Sheffield, um, will be you know world's in Malta, but I also think for certain reasons, the top guys in the United States are going to stay USAPL. And until they move, I think the masses are going to fall. I also think it depends on the state because I'm excited to compete in Florida because I want to see how those meets are set up versus like Georgia. Well, Texas Strength Systems runs uh, USAPL in Florida. Yeah. So like that meet, I'm hoping, is going to have all TSS stuff or road stuff. Not road racks. Road kilos. And that's going to be very different. And the TSS also, plays a, look nice. That's a big meet. So, like, I think it just depends I'm on, like, what are the... Like, if PA in Georgia continues to do what your family did, yeah. I then, think yeah. a lot of people are going to move yeah. PA in Georgia. Now, I think if you have, like, the Florida meets, right, that are with the Fit Games or with TSS and you yeah. have that quality stuff, people are going to go where the experience is best for the lifter and where the quality is and yeah. where it's cheapest. If yeah. whoever decides to do that best in the state... That's who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, I mean, there's a handful of states where, like, I think uh, Pennsylvania is pretty much PA right now. Texas, I think it's, I want to say it's about half and half. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just some, I know, that's uh, weird to Texas say. I think they are. I've just heard so much of PA, like, schools. I think it's more like the underlying schools I'm hearing of Maybe. like the high schools and like kind of smaller colleges as long as Midland is USAPL Texas is USAPL yeah I think Midland, that's fair corrupted strength I'm interested how long Midland's gonna stay USAPL cause like Depends. they've got world's athletes there like let's be real oh, oh we met at Alexis Jones yeah. this weekend you don't I've heard that, that name is. before she broke every record in the super heavyweight for yeah. women's all the world records, all the collegiate records, all the open records. Yeah. And she was handling her sister at the meet. Is she Midland? Mm-hmm. And I, she walked in and I was like, I've heard that name Hi. before. It's yeah. a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. I like, I mean, legend. Um, because my coach was <gasps> her. Bless you. Yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, it's so cool to meet someone who's done, like, gone so far in the sport. Yeah. Um, and I had never heard of her um, until CNATS. And I watched her. And she I was like, squatted. She squatted sixes. Six, six twelve. Raw. She squatted six twelve raw in college. Um, in bench three seventy four and deadlifted six twenty eight. I think yeah. something like that. That's insane. As yeah. a female in college, people will be like, "Mass moves, mass." Okay, 
you get to that weight and try. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's it. It's yes, they are heavyweights. Yes, mass will help one hundred percent. Like you're very rarely gonna find someone in college that's twenty five kilo that's gonna be doing that, men or women. But it's still you still have six hundred pounds on your back. You still are it's picking just, up six hundred plus. Yeah. Like that's still so impressive for any athlete in general. And obviously, she's something special because she broke every record. Like if that was a normal like, to like come out of I won't say nowhere, but for the public kind of nowhere, kind of nowhere, yeah. yeah, and beat all of Becky's and Bonica's records. Like that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Now that's the thing that'll be interesting is she's a USAPL athlete, obviously qualified for. Um, Raw on that. I, I don't know if she's going. I didn't ask. But like, also, if she wants to go to Worlds, she will beat Bonica. She would be on the stage. If, I think she will. I don't want to speak. But I'm well, Bonica, sure Bonica squats more than she does by a lot. But not deadlift or bench. Yeah, but I'm saying her squat. I think My she favorite. squatted like 320. Mm, so raw. Yeah, six, around seven. Inevitably, yeah. she's going to be at that level. Right. Yeah, so that, definitely. That'll be interesting to see if she goes... Because, I mean, like, you Florida have to look at it at that point. Like, you have to. Yeah. Especially as a college student. I yeah. Know. It's just crazy. Well, there I, are a lot of young people. Kind of, I mean, uh, Loki, Jesus, came out of not nowhere, but he's 23. He made a yeah. he made a name for himself at Worlds last year because he attempted 1,000 and he didn't hit it. Yeah. Or he at least was very close. And everyone was like, okay, this guy is something. And then he came to Sheffield. Well, I mean, he broke the internet with the 1,000-pound squad. Oh, yeah. And, like, especially strong, to see how strong he is. And like someone like Daniel Bell's, I think done that. I don't know raw or not, but like not sure. insane. Um, Ray Ray Williams has squatted more raw. Yeah, than Ray Will- I'm Ray- him taking on Ray Williams is going to like be if I could see them two on the same flight, that would be an insane. I would battle. be terrified. Oh um, I know Ray Ray is still like recovering on some yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think so. I've but met like, Ray once. I think this is like my first meet. Like when I was thirteen or something, mm-hmm. and just his, pre- you could feel his presence in the building. Yeah, because those like, big, super heavyweight guys, like Jesus, is like, like weighed three ninety seven. I think. Yeah. He was almost yeah. four hundred pounds. Like yeah. that is the best dots of the year. Big. Yeah, yeah to be four hundred pounds and your dots be literally best at like yeah. five ninety something. That's so crazy. Because it's mostly like the middleweights and like the low heavyweights that have cool. a little bit more of an advantage. Highest raw tested dots is Taylor Atwood. Yeah. It's like 605, 608. And to be like that at 400 pounds, yeah. ridiculous. So that's that's just crazy. The amount of respect I have for him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, literally he's 23. I think yeah. 23 or 24. That's what's I think he's going to like, like, you're going to get in your prime, like prime lifter age 20s, early is 20s. like 28 to like 34. Yeah. So like he's yeah. not even cracked his full potential yet and he's already breaking world records. Neither have we, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, but we're not squatting a thousand pounds. Not yet. Combined. I've got to double my body weight. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. You two squat a thousand combined. I think us, we squat a thousand combined. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're basically there, Jesus. You have 24 hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, still super impressive. So I'm super excited to kind of see um, him, like if Sheffield happens next year. I don't know if that's a meet that's going to happen every year. It happens year. every year. Okay. Which, what's I'm crazy excited about Sheffield and the longevity of it, it's about breaking the world record. Yeah. So you that's what's fun about it. It's, like, it's an interesting way of going about it. I heard a lot of positive and negative, but what's cool is like next year, everyone's going to have to show up and be better than they were. The last year and that's something yeah. you see in these top guys is once they hit a certain point like they're totaling 
20 kilos more or less their best total maybe 10 kilos i would say yeah less than yeah you know so like it's interesting because like you know jesus he'll keep growing you know but he'll have to show up and do better um and i think he but at that point you really got to kind of manipulate like your dot score and stuff like that you got to manipulate like your weight like if these guys can come in so is it like lighter dots no it's not dots it's world record is it so is it world record for those weight classes the Arnold, nope. Whatever the last big USAPL meet was, what's well, the one that wasn't the Arnold, that was dots based. Pro. The pro. Pro series is by dots. The Yeah. The Sheffield is percentage of the world record. Now, is that world record for each person's weight class? Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I'm not entirely sure, though, if it's that plus best, like total dots. I know. All dots goes into it. But I don't think it does. But even it's if probably it something weird. Jesus still had the best dots, best total, best yeah. record break. Nobody was touching him. Um, so that yeah, best meet. And also his deadlift was terrifying because his third attempt was nine over nine hundred, and Jeez. it looked like, like an opener. Like that's ridiculous. It was, I mean, he could come back next year and be deadlifting. He deadlifts a thousand. It's going to fact, break he everything. He could, over two thousand with two lifts, dude. Yeah, that's and he'll be ben, he benched in the sixes too. So like Jeez. it. I want him at like 11, 1,000, like 625, 650. If he gets that, he'll be the best. Well, he'll be the strongest. He already is. Taylor Atwood technically. No, I'm talking about just pounds lifted. Like biggest total, he already has the biggest raw raw total. But I think think something like that will stand for a long time. Mm -hmm. I don't think people like that. He's kind of like one of those. Especially at that body weight, it's not like it's rare. Like at 90, I mean, you've got. Keiko, you've got Gavin, um, Gavin, Gavin yeah. who I, he's one of my favorite lifters. I love Gavin. So like you've got, I mean, and then you come to USAPL, Russ competed in 90 once and broke a bunch of records. Yeah. Noriega's 90. I mean, you got a lot of 90s, even in Georgia. I feel like we yeah. have a lot of 90s. Stefan. Stefan. Stefan's going to take over. Like, those guys exist. Yeah. A super heavyweight at that level doesn't exist. Like, Alexis Jones, Jesus, not a lot of those people. Yeah. Those records aren't being broken. Yeah, yeah. like That's I don't fair. see yeah. anyone breaking a. To be that records. weight, but also be as healthy as they are, because I mean, strong. I mean, four hundred pounds is well, yeah. the ideal, but I mean, it's a there. You know, they're still there doing everything for their body, and yeah. the, as the time notice, eventually, soon over time, they're gonna have. After to. they retire, they gotta lose weight. Yeah, yeah. that's what happens to the NFL they're gonna players have to. and stuff. Like I mean, they keep on eating. Well, like what happens to these big like defensive linemen, offensive linemen? They eat the same that they did when they were in practice prepping yeah, like yeah. for games and then they get super heavyweight and then their joints are already so Busted. just destroyed from being in the NFL that long and powerlifting is the same way so destroyed from all that wear and tear that it yeah. just gets infinitely worse Runners so like like that too if they yeah high school, I mean everyone is like that dude you, yeah. you leave college or you stop playing high school sports and you blow up yeah so like for freshman sure. 15 yeah you know, for yeah. sure um, um so after but after these like big powerlifters especially the heavyweights because they're used to eating yeah. so much after they retire they gotta know that yeah. their body's not this burning as much happened. as there anymore and yeah um but i don't see him retiring anytime soon <laughs> he's yeah, gonna he's be gone for a long time he's got a while <laughs> we'll see him hopefully for 10 15 years yeah. i'm sure for being that young definitely is it. pretty old right he's been doing it a long time i don't think he's masters no, no, not mad, but he's saying. over 30. Yeah, he's, 30, 30, he's 30, mid 30s, I think. 
Which is insane to <laughs> Bussy that Hazus is already touching that and he's yeah. he's thirty six. Thirty six. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. respectfully that's pretty old. Pretty yeah. old for, for new guys like yeah. Jesus coming up that are twenty three, yeah. twenty four. How old is Jesus? Twenty three. Yeah. For guys he's that are twenty three coming up. I just processed that. He is a wow. junior. He could That's, go win everything. Yeah, that just, he could go literally just win everything. Piece that together. He yeah. could go win junior nationals, open nationals, worlds. Everything. He could literally win everything. Yeah. Not teams. Not teams. Well, yeah. probably already has this. Yeah. I don't That's know when he started, crazy. but he's... I think he has a younger brother, too. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. pretty strong, yeah. too. He's been making waves. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, yeah, Jesus was one of the flex guys, um, and I was like, being coached by Jesus would be pretty cool. Yeah, to That'd say that insane. would be kind of like... Well, oh, he was at CNATS. I saw him. That was surprising. He was super cool. Yeah. Jesus seems... Because also, like... Ashton said he deadlifted with him. You, yeah, like, yeah. you look at these people, and you think that they're, like... I see... Especially when, like, I met a lot of the Olympians. Like, you see them as, like, being wiser than you are. But in reality, he's the, almost the same age as us. Like, Edie is 23. Yeah. So, like, it'd be like us talking, you know, like, normal. Like, yeah. it's not, like, a weird so thing. So, what you're saying is he needs to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Zeus no, but, like, but like some of the Olympians are young like that. Like, yeah. some, like Chris is 26, 20, 26, yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's, some of these guys are, like, brother. 24. Yeah. So, like, talking to them, it's not weird. Like, it's yeah. not like they're, you know, 40, 45. And I, I think seeing these people on a screen, it almost puts that like kind of weird mindset at least for me where i'm like they're like so wise like they're you so that interesting everyone. like you idolize yeah. them i remember one of my favorite musicians current joys uh surf curse you know them they went back on tiktok sadly but i guess it's good for them um i went and saw him like four years ago and he was just like smoking a cigarette before the show and i was in line with my buddy and he was like is that nick and i was like oh it is and we went and like talked to him for like mm-hmm. 30 minutes and I was like, that was one of the greatest experiences I ever had. They're just normal people. So normal. Yeah. I feel like it'd be weird. Like, obviously, you've half met him, like Chris, because he's six one. Yeah. Six one and a half or whatever. Like, because all I've seen him is YouTube and stuff. I'm like, I wouldn't know how to process <laughs> being like. I love one him yeah. being yeah like being eye level to him and dude, I'm taller like, than I don't him. Know. Yeah, like that would that'd be, be so weird. weird. <laughs> Like, like the same. same. Yeah. Like that's like, is he that much bigger than you? No. Like if I sat next to him, we'd not look similar because yeah. his proportions size are better. But like, right. well, he's the, perfect. The yeah. yeah, but like it wouldn't look right. like at the right angle. I I obviously never as lean like stuff like that. Yeah, but I could I look bigger. But size, which yeah. is interesting because I'm six three, and he's like six one. Yeah. So I'm a few inches taller. We weigh both. In his off season, though, he gets to like two sixty, two sixty five, but stage I think he's like two thirty eight. So we're I, I weigh around two fifty, two forty five. So we're around the same That's weight. Yeah. Like for me, I look like a shrimp next to him. Yeah, but like you. But like, yeah, he also has a few inches on you. Yeah. Um, and that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. But yeah, that'd be super. I did not get the chance to like actually yeah, meet him, yeah, which yeah. sucked. Um, but we're going to the Olympia. This year again, so tickets, hopefully, and this time, I am not doing what I did last year. I've met all the other people. I'm waiting in line to meet Chris. 
That's the like, only person. And we're, yeah. Chris, we got a KSU shirt for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like last year, like I went, you know, I met Ian, Hadi, uh, Nick, like all those guys, uh, all the open guys. Um, met Urs, Ramon, all of the classic yeah. guys, stuff this like that. Ramon. He doesn't speak English, does he? Mm-mm, no. Um, neither does Hadi. He's from Egypt. Yeah. Um, um, so I don't, I forget exactly what language he speaks. But like it was super interesting because like I was just like, Ah, like we like spoke through hand signals. Yeah. Like it was ah, so funny. And so also, cool. Hottie is like five three. I, I know. He's um. Crazy. So like, I put my hand on his shoulder, like <laughs> fucking banging on a rock. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> but he was like right here. So it was yeah. super weird because you see these videos of these guys, and you're like, they've got to be like gargantuous. Yeah. Hottie is like five four, like two hundred something pounds, but like. So short. So for me, it's like I'm like a foot taller than him. I was like, this is so weird. It's, it's like walking up to Megan. Like yeah, literally. It, no, that's literally what it is. Like it's so interesting. Yeah. But <laughs> bro, it like almost as tall as he is. That's like how wide he is. It's like a brick, like a square. That's perfect like, proportion. Like, oh my god. Um, but he actually ended up winning the Olympia, which was cool. So I got his signature on the belt in there. Um. But yeah, Ian's another one of those guys. Um, he's 5'10", I'm pretty sure. And Ian is some of the, one of the first people before even Chris. I watched Ian, yeah. um, which is his brother-in-law. And like, it was super interesting meeting him because I was like, wow, you're not... Like, I'm like four or five inches tall. Well, like, way, it's interesting. I mean, this could be a whole episode, but like the way the camera makes you look... Like, I, I will think people are so tall or so short, and then you meet them and they look drastically different. It's like, and what? It is, it's crazy the way you can manipulate that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Definitely, for sure. Or, like, not even really see how they actually... Like, obviously, we've seen Chris everywhere and every how. I still have no idea how to well, what's see his name? him. So, yeah. Jesse James West did that thing. I saw him at the Olympia. Where he, he like... Dressed up as him? Dressed up as... But I think he's about, like, my height. Yeah. And he... I don't know what the whole behind the scenes of that video were, if it was real or not. But, like, if you look tall enough and you have that huge jacket, he's going to look big. Like, it's just yeah. so interesting. Yeah, for sure. And he's shredded. Like, super lean. Jesse? But also, yeah. bro has baby oil, pumps, yeah. perfect lighting, right. perfect Every camera, time. everything. Same Seeing him Alex, in person, I'd like to see Alex you couldn't even tell person. that he went to the gym when wow. I saw him. Really? No, Can not you really. You got to, well, I mean, no, but like, if you're wearing a big shirt, like, yeah. I yeah. don't... When you, you know, go for aesthetics super, and stuff like that. I don't that, think yeah. any of us look like... I mean, you probably do, but like, we don't look like we're like, big gym guys. Like, I don't think so. I can call it out all the time. You probably, that's what I'm saying, you probably do. Wow. I don't. I mean, I'm 180 pounds. I'm 5'10". Yeah. You know? like, most people in my height are 160, you know? Yeah. And they see my lifts. Well, they see the lifts and they don't understand. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. It's yeah, a good it podcast. Long. Yeah. It's good. It's probably too long to put yeah. into the AI, so... It's okay. Well, thank y'all for listening. Um, our like five people that listen, we My appreciate mom. it. Hey, we had like forty hey. on the last. Yeah, one, hey, that's awesome. Well, we're growing a little bit. We appreciate. It's slowly y'all. increasing more. I'm yeah. noticing the trends are things and slowly increasing. Yeah, feeds. we'll make sure if y'all are listening, shout us out on Instagram. We love reposting y'all stuff. We had our first one, I think. Yeah, I saw that. Was so, that Who was so that? happy? Um, Jay, Jay, thank you so much. We appreciate it. So you happy. That made my listen day a lot. Yeah, it made us really happy. Not one of us reposted. It was like, listen. Yeah, it's like, but yeah, so we try and post. Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Saturdays at 10 a.m. Sometimes doesn't happen. Very rarely does that not Some happen. Some of us get on our deathbeds. Yes, um, but we appreciate y'all listening. Um, you know, we have a lot of fun with this. We're still 
grinding them out, doing about two a week. So thank you all for watching. Follow us on TikTok. Oh, oh, yeah. Special guest coming next Thursday. Um, someone that I can guarantee you all do not know. Um, someone, one of my personal friends that's so not that like our age. So should come out the 20th, and that's going to be a really exciting. Not this episode. Saturday, but next Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a new swing on kind of more bodybuilding-esque stuff. Uh, he's been a coach 30-plus years, you know, stuff like that. So super knowledgeable guy. Um, we're going to have a lot of good questions planned up because this one we have a lot of prep time, so we yeah. really need to do research. Like, y'all, yeah. I'm going to obviously ask questions that I know of him, but, like, Y'all got to follow the Instagram, like look through deep dive, like how he's transformed his body in the past five years. Like it's been super interesting to watch. I've known him for quite a long time. Um, So yeah, that's going to be awesome. Super exciting. So yeah, follow us, the 225 podcast on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. um, YouTube. We have posts on Spotify, YouTube. Yep. Please rate us. Um, I am no Ray Lifts on Instagram. Alba 82 and a half. The Berserker. So thank y'all so much for watching. Come back, like, and subscribe, repost. We love y'all. Thank y'all so much. And out.